You're listening to the best morning routine ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lunid, and today I have the honor of introducing a very special guest to the show, Kristen Marquette. She has been a publicist and business owner for over 14 years, and as an owner and creative director of Market Media, Kristen oversees the daily operation of the business while executing client campaign. So I'm looking forward to see what she does. We're going to talk about her morning routine, but you know what? Let's get right into it. Kristen, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, it's my absolute pleasure. I honestly love a hero's journey. So I want to hear and everyone else wants to hear, you know, tell us about your journey thus far. What got you to um, get into this field? Sure. So I actually had worked in management consulting pre-financial crisis. I had worked for one of the big four consulting firms and the financial crisis hit. My specialty, which was construction management, we obviously, everything got shut down. So everybody in the Northeast, in the New York office, was a, a whole team of us were laid off. So, and that was at the height of the financial crisis. So mm-hmm. I said to myself, do I get a job? do I start a business? And I started a business. (laughs) And, you you know, I took that risk. My friends thought I was insane. My parents were very supportive though. And my then boyfriend, now husband was, you know, everybody supported me in this endeavor. And within six months of going from freelancer to agency, you know, I scaled up to 30 clients, had a full team, was serving a bunch of different industries. It was a very interesting experience. We experienced a lot of growing pains. And then I realized that it was time to niche down and really focus instead of being in law, finance, fashion, beauty, technology, and all these different industries on the PR side. Let's just really focus on fashion, beauty, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's been 14 years. This is what we do. And in 2017, we started my, I have a small team and I, we started femfounder.co as an offshoot as kind of just like a a fun blog, you know, that was PR based, um, that had five readers. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now we have millions of readers every month, you know, several hundred thousand people on our email list and we sell smaller products, you know, for first time entrepreneurs, um, entrepreneurs that really want to, aspiring entrepreneurs, we'll say, that want to give the, um, I guess you could say, the field really a spin to see if it's right for themselves. And, you know, now we're a full service media company. The founder accounts for half of our revenue. And it's been amazing. You know, I've been very fortunate to have had all the support and the success that I have had. And I'm just very, very thankful uh, for my team. You know, I wouldn't be here without them. A whirlwind of fun, it sounds like. And you're experiencing quantum growth at every phase of it. That's pretty awesome. Tell us about that process. How do you, is it having the right people around you that get you to experience this growth? Is it your network before being in the industry? 
Yeah, no, enlighten us. No, no, yeah. So I would say 70% of it has been my team. And then 30% of it has been me tinkering around with all these different digital marketing strategies that I had no idea about. But for the last six years, you know, I've been spending so much time on organic growth and social media growth for a femme founder. And then in terms of content development, we uh, I have my team. But aside from that, or in addition to that, rather, the platform, we really focus on bringing, elevating voices of underrepresented segments of the population. So we really mm-hmm. try and focus on minorities and female business owners that ordinarily wouldn't have the opportunity to have the same visibility as their male counterparts. And that in itself has been amazing. You know, we've interviewed over 1500 female entrepreneurs, all industries, all sizes, all races That's and it's cool. been yeah, it's been amazing which we're we're going to have to interview you as well. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. So it's it's purpose driven is what I gathered. Mm-hmm. Once you niche down and found that purpose, then it had no choice but to grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, there's such an underrepresentation like I said of or a lack of representation of females really having their voices heard and, you know, getting the visibility and the publicity they deserve. So that's what we really try and do, you know, Um, obviously it's, it's a revenue driver, but first and foremost, it's a platform to help elevate voices that wouldn't be heard ordinarily. And it's, yeah, it's actually really cool, you know, and um, like I said, I've been very fortunate to have had the growth that we've had. Yeah, I'm super intrigued about the um, the blog segment of it and how you can monetize that and grow it. If somebody was considering that option, what are some tips you would provide? So if you're just starting out, obviously, you really want to focus on putting out, producing quality content, content that's useful, but also optimized for organic search. You know, so <laughs> it's so you're gaining visibility on Google and Bing and Yahoo, but you're also providing value for free to potential readers, potential customers. And I would say for the first three months, just focus on building your traffic. Come up with an organic strategy that's going to help you get to that 10,000, 20,000, 25,000, 50,000 page view benchmark. Then you can look at working with advertisers and sponsors. One other way to start monetizing right out of the gate is to create like digital downloads, you know, 10, 20, $30 eBooks, um, video sequences, anything to get your name out there, but also generate enough of income so that you can allocate that to other forms of marketing. That's really the way that you can grow today. Unless of course, you know, you're producing content like 10 times a day or a hundred times a day, you know, (laughs) like entrepreneur and Forbes and Buzzfeed and all those. But let's admit it, a blogger that's just starting out, they don't have the bandwidth. So, you know, you have to be strategic and smart with how you're going to put out your content. Yeah, being strategic about it and also knowing what your target, who your target audience mm-hmm. is. So yep. that, yeah, because that, that, I find that very, it's, it's imperative to know who you're talking to. Again, it, that goes back to that branding, that voice that you want to be able to speak, almost like jump in in the conversation that's already going on in their head. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. They can see that you understand them. You get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about what's your um, favorite part about being a publicist. Um, you know, it's, it definitely has its challenges, but I really like the creative side, you know, finding out how to craft brand narratives, you know, in a very condensed and concise format, you know, like 200 words, being able to convey, communicate every message that you need to, to the right editor, journalist, television producer, podcast host like yourself. Um, while also still providing value, you know, and making the media professional's life easier, you know, but it's really about figuring how to determine the best way to communicate a message. You know, I really like the creative side, you know, I really like the strategic side too, but don't be misled by that. It's a very, very stressful job. You know, Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is you're only as good as your last media run, you know? So Mm -hmm. if you don't, have something come out for two weeks, your clients are going to look at you and be like, well, what have you been doing? Why am I paying you? Because it's not advertising. Nothing is guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the expectation that you're going to deliver day after day, week after week is there. And it's, it could be very stressful if you're kind of in a lull and that it happens to the best of us. You know, I mean, I've had clients that have had 20 media runs come out in one month and the next month they don't have anything. So, you know, it's being strategic, being smart and trying to stagger what your results are so that your clients are happy. You're managing their expectations, but you're also feeding the media what they need. Mm -hmm. So when you say media run, walk us through that. What kind of work is being delivered for your clients? So a media run is simply just a media placement. It could be a quote. It could be an interview, a feature story, a book review, a product review, podcast interview, television interview. It could be any outward facing form of publicity that the client gets. A hit is called when you get the attention of an editor or television producer or podcast host. Mm-hmm. Um, when the actual coverage comes to fruition and you see it run on a website or in a magazine or a newspaper or on television, that's the actual run. That was successful. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense with the, uh, especially with the podcast, right? So when, when it goes live and then if there's a code or you get reached out back to mm-hmm. from the listeners, then it was a successful um, campaign or media one, as you call it. Right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Very easy. Now for your industry in particular, what are some things that you want to debunk, right? People can think that it's going to be, especially for SEO, right? Like it's going to be a 30 day uh, venture, but in reality it takes three to six months, right? What are some other things you want to debunk? Yeah. Well, the other thing is on the PR side, you don't need to hire a publicist to get you media coverage. All right. I've had friends of mine that have been their own PR people and they've generated amazing results without spending five or $10,000 a month hiring a firm. Mm -hmm. So don't think that you need to have this massive PR budget to get featured, you know, on top news or business or industry websites and magazines and newspapers and podcasts. You just have to be thoughtful with how you're crafting your pitch 
what you want the pitch to say, how it's conveyed. And ultimately, again, going back to what I said five minutes ago, delivering value to the media professionals audience and making their life easier in large part, doing their job for them. That's Mm -hmm. really what it comes down to. And, um, I think it's very important for entrepreneurs, women in particular, to know that you don't have to have a publicist to get you from point A to point B. I would say the right time to hire a publicist is either A, you have funding and you're launching you know, a product or service that's kind of unique, or you know, you have at least six figures, a baseline of six figures a year coming in in revenue, because publicity should not be used to generate sales. Okay. It can help, but it should be used primarily for credibility and brand building. Okay. And also when it comes to, yeah, yeah. You know, I had a client when I first started in the industry who was a fashion designer, one cover of Oprah magazine, the print version, Oprah wore her shirt and she sold 10. We were preparing for a thousand orders. She got 10. So that's just a perfect example that publicity in itself should not be used solely to get sales. I like that. Yeah, that's a huge one because everyone's walking around like, I get on a podcast, I'm going to get sales. I get on, I get on, I report or I get on Good Morning America. My book sales are going to soar. And you're saying, no, it should just be brand awareness. Mm -hmm. People need need to kind of let your word put your name out there. Yep. Yep. And becoming a thought leader, you know, becoming the go-to expert in your industry. You know, it took me like 15 years to get to where I am. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You know, it didn't happen by accident. You have to realize that you need an integrated approach. Okay. Integrated digital marketing strategy. If you want to capture leads, build your email list, get organic traffic to your website to generate sales, you know, um, it it just, yeah, it just, it doesn't happen overnight. Right. What about ad campaigns? Yeah. I know a lot of people who are so freely and ready to start that, but it, it seems like they're throwing money away. What are your advice on that piece? Well, each platform is so different. The way Mm -hmm. that you end up executing paid campaign on Facebook is different than Instagram, different than Pinterest. Anybody that's starting out that wants to get acquainted with how the interface works, how to build an audience, tailor the messaging, run multivariable campaigns, um, start with a very low amount for your ad budget. Read, take a course, learn as much as you possibly can, and then you know maybe put $10, $20 into the campaign, see how it does. And then from there, you can scale up. But I've seen so many <laughs> people over the years allocate five, dollars $10,000 to Facebook ads to have nothing to show for it, which is right. just, I mean, just a huge, huge issue. It's because they didn't take a course. They didn't get acquainted with the platform. They don't know who their target audience is. They mm-hmm. don't know what the right messaging is. And you know they're out of 510K. And that sucks. Right. Especially have a small business. As if you start up, that, that is collateral. That's uh-huh. money for you. Big time. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I also heard that um, recently that Apple is going to give users the option to get to, so they're not being tracked. And that affects Facebook dramatically because you won't be able to get your, some, it's going to be harder, right? To get your target um, audience. And I think it's going to cost them like billions of dollars a year um, because of that feature that Apple is putting out on these um, iPhones. Mm-hmm. So you think about it, how you down here, you don't think these big corporations, their decisions affect you, but it does. It trickles yeah. down the funnel. Yeah. Absolutely. It does. Absolutely. It does. And I think that you're the first person that I've actually ever heard say that, but it's so true. You know, yeah. I mean, if these large corporations aren't going to be using these features, you know, they're the ones that really have the most amount of say, and it's really the small guys that end up suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the small startups. And so we have to be strategic, as you said, we ha- you have to put a plan and you have to be able to, to put the bring the expertise like yourself and in your team in to actually that knows these facts that can help guide in the right direction so that you're not throwing in the dark, dots in the dark, right? You got how you have a target, you know what you're doing. <laughs> you, recently, I had a client, I heard her say the spray and pray method. Oh, and that's geez. exactly <laughs> what it is, you know? Let me just spray every single thing that's in front of me and hopefully something will stick. And, you know, it's just unfortunate that so many startups do approach marketing that way. It's just, yeah, it's just a sin. No, we it's just said we know differently. We know differently. So tell me, how do you do what you do? Right, you you have a great team. You have you're experiencing such growth. You know, how do you get up, dress up, and show up? How do you prepare yourself and prime yourself to show up every day to do what you do? You know, it's it's definitely without burnout. You know, I mean, about a month ago, I was experiencing really, really awful burnout. And, you know, I just had to trim the fat. I just got rid of all the toxic people that were around me. Mm -hmm. You know, I would be working from 5am till 7pm, five days a week. And, you know, from like 10 to 5pm on Saturdays and Sundays. And that's really no life, especially, you know, my age, like I shouldn't be working that much. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And it's your own business. Like you came into autonomy, you came in for that freedom, right? Yep. Absolutely. And you, you know what? I was not practicing what I preach. So what I did was I trimmed the fat. I got rid of everybody that was toxic, everybody that wasn't helping my business get to the next level, you know, Mm -hmm. and serve the ultimate purpose of making sure that clients get the best value we can possibly deliver. So that was one thing. Another thing was I decided I don't care how much work is left over not curing cancer here. You know, this isn't rocket science. Very seldom do I have situations that are urgent. You know, the end of the day is 5 p.m. I make it a point again, you know, to to work out for two hours every morning from five to seven Mm -hmm. and just really focus on my mental health and spend time with my husband. You know, that was another thing for the first eight weeks of 2022. All I did was work. I mean, my husband's a partner in a big law firm in Manhattan and I was working more than him. <laughs> That's bad. I believe you. I believe you. We, we do work longer and harder as entrepreneurs. We don't get in because the work is less. We get in because it's the purpose that drives us. Mm-hmm. It's what gets us up in the morning. So I believe you if you were working longer. 
Yeah. And it wasn't good, but like I said, you know, I just got rid of everything that wasn't serving me, mm-hmm. serving my team's future. And then, you know, we just established boundaries, you know, yeah. and all of last year, last year was a banner financial year for us, 2021. And listen to this. I mean, we were working like 30 hours a week. It was perfect. It was uh, yeah. perfect. And then coming into this year, I was just, I had all my resolutions. I said, this is going to be great. You know, we're going to grow by 15, 20%. You know, we're going to maintain our pretty much like our four day work week. And then lo and behold, what happens? (laughs) Seventies. Yep. I ended up being consumed by a business that was just flipped on its head and not in a good way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, took the reins back and here we are. Yeah, you said you said something very important earlier that you made the time to work out two hours a day to spend time with your husband, quality time to actually fuel you, right? Because working out does do that. It gives mm-hmm. you the energy, the stamina to go on longer where you're not burnt out, where you're so exhausted at the end of the day, you can't even sit for a dinner or enjoy a, a amicable conversation because you're burnt out or you're still thinking about work. And so, yeah, that I think that's the, the beauty of the morning routine and meditation. And then like having that in place for self-care before you show up to the rest of the world, to your clients, to, you, to everyone else. Right. Because, you know, your morning, I don't care if you're a morning person or a night person, you, you know, your morning sets the tone for the rest of the day, yeah. you know, and most most of the time, if you have a crappy morning, you're going to have a crappy day. There are those certain exceptions, you know, those outlier days where Mm -hmm. you have a really bad morning and it turns out the day turns out to go well. Mm -hmm. Um, But it really is creating a morning routine that helps you have set the tone for a positive day, regardless of what comes your way. It is so linked, honestly. Like, yeah, the morning is linked to the rest of the day. And then if you win that day, you win the week, you win the month, and then you have a successful year and you rent and repeat. Yep. That's those are habits. Like we first create our habits and then our habits create us. Mm-hmm. They get us on a momentum. You get us on a flow where even if we don't feel like it, you get up this morning, be like, you know, I don't feel like working out. But your body remembers it. Muscle memory. That's what we're doing. And then you go right into it and then it has a better day because of it. So it's powerful. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The morning miracle, (laughs) the miracle morning wasn't written just because, you know, like your mornings are the most important part of your day. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, So tell us, uh, where can we find you, Kristen? How can we connect with you? Sure. So you can connect with me on Twitter. It's at Kristen Marquet. So it's Mm K-R-I-S-T-I-N-M-A-R-Q-U-E-T. And uh, our website is M-A-R-Q-U-E-T.company. I know it sounds weird. (laughs) Most people are like .com. I go, no, .company. And then Mm -hmm. there's FemFounder, which is FemFounder.co. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. This has been very insightful in in just knowing what the process is like, right? Of being a publicist and how you can brand yourself and bring that awareness. I think what you, the nugget you dropped in here was like, you know, those, those, those appearances are not to generate sales. You should already have that in place, but it's to actually be the expert matter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's the authority. Yep. I couldn't have said it better. I took it from you. I also, I was so <laughs> blown by that. I was like, man, I have not heard this. 
really, really appreciate you coming on and sharing with us, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed having this conversation. Such a pleasure. All right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.